Welcome to the Riveting Rosies podcast, a space to celebrate the accomplishments of female entrepreneurs and uncover the ins and outs of what it's really like to be your own boss. I'm your host, Francesca, and I'm so excited to be here with you and share the stories of some badass women. So, um, thank you so much for agreeing to come on. Um, I'm going to start by just letting you introduce yourself and briefly talk about the kind of work that you do. Okay, so my name is Danita Cherie. Um, I am a lifestyle blogger and I also have a candle business called Cherie Co. Candle and More um, that I started in February of 2019. Um, I am located in the Bay Area and um, yeah, this is like my second podcast I'm doing speaking about my business. So it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. So um, but I preach. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean. No, to you're you fine. I appreciate you for having me on here. Like I'm me with public speaking, even though this isn't really quote unquote public speaking is just a lot for me. So I, I appreciate you for pushing me. Yeah, <laughs> no problem. This. I totally understand. I'm the same yeah. way. <laughs> so how did you first um, get into candle making? Um, so first, it just was a hobby of mine, honestly. Um, like everyone, I'm like addicted to YouTube. <laughs> and so I would be on YouTube just looking up DIY things. And so I just started making candles as a hobby, something fun until like friends and family was like, how do I help you, you know, create this as a business? And for a little bit, I was hesitant because I was like, I really don't want to sell anything right now, like start a business. But after time when people were asking me to do like events, like do I do events? Like they see my candles. I'm like, okay, well maybe I should start this into something. And um, I wanted it to relate back to what I do. Again, I am a lifestyle blogger and I um, encourage and focus on self-care and self-love. So I just wanted something that go hand in hand with that. And on top of that, I used to spend a lot of money at Bath and Body Works, like a lot. (laughs) So um, yeah, that's basically how I started getting into candle making. Um, Just a lot of YouTube and just for play, honestly. Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. So uh, what was the process like of starting up your business? And what were some of the things that you had to, um, you know, like keep in mind now that you were a business owner? Um, One thing, some of the things I faced were staying stocked. Obviously, I sell out really fast. Mm -hmm. And it was, um, I was like, okay, so how can I continue to create stock? And not sell out because one thing I just didn't want to continue to sell out, even though I keep selling out. It's, (laughs) I think, because I keep limiting myself in my mind. I'm thinking, like, you know, this many people aren't looking at me, you know, and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden I have all these people like, where's the candles? I'm like, I literally just made 30 30 candles. So I'm just continuing to keep, like, stop limiting myself. Like, I keep, um, you know, just saying, you know, Danita, no one's going to come. I don't know why I do this. But I'm like, no one's going to come or this isn't going to be as big as it is. And then it is. And now I'm like stuck. Mm -hmm. Um, And then me starting my business, I had to really just finances and learning to because before I started my business, I was spending a lot of money on product. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I'm spending more than I'm making or withholding in my profit. It was just all over the place. Yeah. So I had to really, uh, my sister, she's amazing with numbers. So I really had to sit down with my sister and um, she helped me really try to figure out 
what was the best for me and I can just say like buy wholesale like I like every of course every store buys wholesale but I didn't really understand the importance of it until I started a business definitely so, mm-hmm. so um how was the process of like figuring out what kinds of scents you were going to sell um and what kind of inventory you were going to have when you started your business so I wanted my fragrances to be something that weren't overbearing and super like how can I say um I wanted them to be more so relaxing in a way mm-hmm. um I, I wanted my candles to be different um that stood out but be really you know my packaging is really sleek minimal mm-hmm. um straight to the point so I wanted my fragrances to be something that oh someone if they someone smelled it they knew what it what company it was um so like for example i have an am candle and that's grapefruit mint and rhubarb so i don't see a lot of people with that and um i just wanted to go through scents that you know again relax people and i also go through my family i'm like what do you guys think I, I, a lot of my scents come from my family because i'm like what do you guys think if you like this <laughs> you know then let me know because i i'm not picky Mm-hmm. And so a lot of my family members are. So I'm like, okay, so w- what would you take from this? Do you find <laughs> relaxation? Is this too sweet? You know, sometimes candles can be too sweet or cause yeah. headaches because of the fragrance throw. So, um, yeah, that was basically how I started um, figuring out my fragrances as I got bigger. But when I first started it, started my, um, my business, my fragrances were completely different. I had, and they didn't really smell too good anyway. (laughs) They were were things I bought literally from Hobby Lobby because I didn't, that's where I always started, like Mm -hmm. to create candles, Hobby Lobby. And so it was just, it was honestly a mess, but I've learned so much from that. And yeah, definitely covered everything. (laughs) Yeah. So what would you say has been the biggest factor in growing your audience and attracting customers? That is a good question. Um, Just, I honestly try to be as authentic as possible. Mm -hmm. Um, I try to let my, as I'm getting bigger, I try to let my customers speak for me um, and give their honest review Mm -hmm. and honest thought on it. I try to create posts to show um, not even just customers, but people that I've, um, interacted with how I use my candles to self-care and how I've um, used my sprays because I also have linen sprays mm-hmm. um, to you know purify the room and things I my biggest goal is never to feel as if I'm pushing product on anyone at mm-hmm. all you know it's here for a reason if you need it because I know candles bring a lot of joy within people so um, that's that's my main thing. I just want to be very authentic when it comes to my brand. And I want to never feel like I'm like, buy this candle because I put it out. Like, never that. If it's not for you, you do not have to purchase it. <laughs> um, and I let my family know that, too. Like, my family is a big one. Um, they play a big role in my business, if you can't tell. But I'm just like, you guys do not have to, you know, sit here and buy or write a review or write a post. Like, I appreciate it. But mm-hmm. I don't want you to feel like it's mandatory, you know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So how do you um, kind of balance your time being the person who runs the company and makes the products and still having time for your life outside of work? Yeah, honestly, it is hard. It is starting (laughs) to get harder. 
um, when I first started, it was easier because I had like maybe 10, I was looking back and I had like maybe 10 orders a month. So, you mm-hmm. know, it was, it was fairly easy. Um, but now I'm honestly trying to figure out how can I balance everything right now? I'm in a space where my planner is my number one go-to, mm-hmm. um, and just trying to make sure that I don't overwork myself because then that would be the opposite of what my, you know, my company promotes. And um, I'm just trying, I'm, I'm still in the works of trying, like these couple past couple weeks have been like crazy. I'm like, okay, I have to push these orders out. I have to push these orders out. Oh, I have this birthday party, you know, work <laughs> but I have this, right. like this birthday party on zoom next week. I'm like, how can I fit this in? But I have to do this. So it's just for me personally, it's, have a bulletin board and just planning and um keeping my planner but also making time for me because and cut off times that's another mm-hmm. thing as any business owner I get people want to you know have this grind and this drive but you need a cut off time that is so important because once six o'clock hits I'm not answering emails I might message back on Instagram because you know we're sitting on our phone right but emails and any kind of work I try to cut off sometimes it'll roll over but um just planning and uh, taking one step at a time honestly Mm -hmm. yeah definitely it's so important to like have those limits set for yourself so you don't Mm -hmm. get burnt out yeah because it is so real yeah (laughs) so I don't um I don't know too much about the process of candle making so what Mm -hmm. is the kind of um timeline for that like how long does it take you to make them okay so say if I make I'll just say one can or one batch of candle Mm -hmm. um take me probably roughly like two ish three hours um and that's from me starting with um adding my wicks into my jar, melting my wax, adding my fragrance, because everything is on a, what is it, a temperature. So you have to really work with temperature. So you have to um, wait till a certain, your wax gets to a certain degree before you add the wax. Make sure your wax gets to a certain degree before you pour the wax. So I would mm-hmm. say within three hours, if I'm making like one fragrance, um, just in those three hours, but sometimes I've had days where it goes a lot longer, um, just depending on how much inventory I'm trying to push out, but yeah. roughly two, two to three hours. And that's, it, it goes by pretty fast, just so you're on your phone and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a fun thing. I find it relaxing. I don't feel as if making candles is a job unless I'm like on a deadline, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to get things out, but I would say about two to three hours and, um, candle making is when you first get into it it is tedious even to now but it's like you have to just make sure your your candles are curating as in putting the fragrance and the wax together um correctly you know sometimes Mm -hmm. you can have pitting which is at the top of the candles when it's a hole it's a lot you have to learn about it as you grow but it's it doesn't take too much time you know it just really depends on how many candles you get. So, yeah. yeah. So um, I assume like you also kind of have to pay attention to how much fragrance you're putting in and mm-hmm. you probably have those all like written down and stuff so yeah. that you know them for each badge. Yeah. So when I first started, I thought that all of them were just, you just use the same fragrance um, percentage 
Mm-hmm. And your temperature, I, I honestly thought like all of them take the same, but each fragrance is completely different. And some candles might sp- smell stronger, some might smell weaker. It just, it's a lot of testing too when right. it comes to candles because you have to make sure that you're putting out something that you know will not only smell great, but last long. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that's one of the main things I have so many candles like laid out on my floor right now. Like, I have people's invoices that because I had a weekend I took the weekend off and now I'm trying to catch up and I'm like oh my gosh oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But, so it's pretty um what would you say is the most important thing you've learned about yourself throughout the process of starting your business um, how motivated I am and um the patience I have because again it is a little time consuming and um I just continue to try to push myself you know I don't try to be too hard on myself even though it can be intimidating with you know the internet and you know there's always going to be someone doing the same thing as you right. but doing it 10 times bigger and I'm just learning to you know calm myself down it's like you're in your own space this is your timing you know mm-hmm. that's that's something I've learned it my, myself is just I am a hard worker, but I have to continue to remind myself that your space is you're in your own space. Um, that's something I've yeah started to learn about myself. What about you too? Like I don't like with your podcast. How you haven't have you launched yet? No, you launched July. Yeah, July first. Mm-hmm. So have you had like people lined up already or? I've done a lot of interviews this month. Um, oh, really? <laughs> it's That's been kind great. of crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. And so just balancing that, trying to find the right time, make sure no one goes over each other. Yeah. yeah. It's been, um, I definitely had to kind of figure out scheduling because that wasn't mm-hmm. anything that I had to do before. Like I never had to make appointments or anything like yeah. that. So do you yeah. have a planner? Um, I do it on my computer, but oh, okay, basically, yeah. 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 Same thing. See, I want to do that, but I don't know. I'm more so I like to write things out. Like I'll yeah. keep it in my computer, in my phone, but I also like to write things out. So. Yeah. I, I like to buy planners and then mm-hmm. I use them for like a couple weeks and then I just oh, never yeah. use them again. So yeah. I'm like, I just need it's to like, stop okay. buying them. <laughs> yeah. 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 I understand that. That was me for a while, but I think because my life is getting a little bit more busier and I do um, work for a small business also. And then, you know, I don't know when school run, rolls back. So I'll start mm-hmm. school again and I'm trying to move out and I just feel like I'm all over the place. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's very interesting. And you're in New York, you said? Yes. Okay, yeah. And I'm in California, so totally yep. different time zone. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so how does, um, I'm sure, like, there's some overlap between, like, your lifestyle blogging and, like, the candles. Mm-hmm. So how do those kind of interact for you? So I'll usually, um, on my blog, I'll write, well, I'll use my Instagram to ask people, what do they want to, you know, um, read about, you know, how mm-hmm. I do my morning routines and things like that. And candles come into a big play, you know, in the morning, I'm big on prayer and meditation. So I'll burn candles and I'm just getting my day started like that. And even at night, you know, when I'm just chilling and winding down, I just, I burn candles. So I just try to incorporate um, my brand 
into each other as much as possible again mm-hmm. without feeling like I'm being pushy but it's what helps me in all honesty um you know with life it's it's been crazy and you know you want your space to feel comfortable and homey so right um, that's definitely how I just I'll write things and also I've I've met because I am a blogger I've met other bloggers so I'll send them products too and tell me how do you feel when you you know I really want people to find comfort within my brand yeah Um, definitely and that's how it ties in I think it it also benefits me because I've met with a lot of bloggers and stuff and I'm able to connect and like hey would you like to write a blog post for this candle and things and things like that so um I feel like I'm on both hands um sides of the scale because as a blogger you know you have a lot of brands reaching out to you about Mm -hmm. certain product certain product and I feel like that's me too but then at the same time (laughs) I'm trying to get my product my product out to other people too and I'm like how can I um better pitch this you know um so I feel like it helps me in both aspects and it's crazy because I've never even really thought about it like that but yeah yeah Yeah. definitely so what would be um your tips for anyone who's just starting a new business or looking to start one um I would say one again my planner make sure you keep (laughs) a planner it could be again on your computer um have patience have patience and do as much research as you can um I started my business in 2019 I'm still learning it's so many things I still don't know about candles but I'm continuing to learn so I would say do as much research as you can before you actually take that plunge because, you don't, again, you don't want to waste money. Starting a business is very – it's not expensive. I don't want to scare anyone. <laughs> <But it's> exp- <laughs> like, it is expensive over time. Like, you mm-hmm. have to pay for a lot of things. So I just want, would say so research as much as you can. Continue to educate yourself and, you know, test your pro- – that's another thing. Test your product before you put it out. Don't just – create something and have a mission behind your product have have a niche behind your product don't just you know want to sell something because I feel like a lot of customers can just tell when someone wants to just sell them something that doesn't mm-hmm. even benefit them so right. that, that, that's my best advice um yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no that's great advice and I think um to your point you know like starting a business there is a financial commitment but there's also like a huge time commitment too so Mm -hmm. you have to be willing to put in like as many hours hours, as you need to because you know like your success is really up to you at that point yeah and it's like I know a lot of people um just feel like well I don't want to be working all day all all day long but it's Mm -hmm. like yeah you have to because as an entrepreneur you you're literally working every day, all day. It's like never not work. You know, someone yeah. might be asking a question on your Instagram that's still working. So, right, like, right, yeah, you have to, especially being um, in shelter in place. You know, I'm right now. I'm working full time myself. I still get paid because I work for a small business too. Mm-hmm. For doing work, but um, right now it's like I'm ninety percent working for myself, and it's like okay, this is the real thing. Yeah, um, definitely. And mm-hmm. I think, um, like, with how everything is so centered around social media now, like, mm-hmm. you could just be posting something to your story, but that's that's still work if you think mm-hmm. about it that way. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, I've, I've just, these couple of weeks, it's just like, okay, I'm working more 
And that's why I say finding the cutoff time, mm -hmm. but you're still going to work. You know, even if you're on Instagram, someone might tag you on some, your po post, but you have to repost that. So it's like, right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Did you find me on Instagram or Twitter? Instagram. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. See, and the power of social media is crazy. It is for sure. Like, yeah, I'll go through my invoice. And I'm like, how did you find me? Like someone all the way in Canada. I'm like, how did you find me? <laughs> so it's, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy the reach that you can get mm -hmm. from social media. Definitely. All right. Well, that is all of the questions that I have for you today. So thank you again for agreeing to come on. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Riveting Rosies podcast. A new episode is released every Wednesday, so don't forget to subscribe. I would love if you left a review to tell me what you liked about this episode or if you have any suggestions about who you want to hear on the podcast in the future. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at rivetingrosies.podcast to get updated when new episodes are released and to find out about upcoming guests. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope you'll join me for next week's episode.